This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back to the Junkyard Dogcast. Unlike the Braves today, George, there was no letdown for Georgia as they took down Vanderbilt 55 to nothing. As I said on the podcast earlier this week, Georgia was set up very well for a get-right game, and they got one in all three phases of the game. Stetson Bennett came out there, looked sharp for the most part. You know, the shoulder looked to be in good shape out there. He completed 24-30 passes. Four two touchdowns, 289 yards as well. Also getting on the field in this game for a couple drives, Carson Beck looked very sharp, showed that he has a NFL arm. Two touchdown passes for him, eight of 11 passing. I think right now you got to be real happy. If you're a Georgia fan, the Bulldogs head into the bye week after taking down Vanderbilt 55 nothing, They stay unbeaten atop the SEC standings as you watch the end of that Tennessee-Alabama game. Georgia, again, rolled up 295 yards of offense in the first half. They got up front 28 nothing. They finished this game with 579 yards of offense, held Vanderbilt to only 150 yards. This is a team that's coming off a game where they put up 28 points to Ole Miss, you know, had them – uh, you know, going into halftime in that game, I believe with the lead blanked by this Georgia defense that got back on track, just like the offense. I think the one thing you take from this is that Georgia was able to get out to a quick start, something they'd struggle with the last couple of games. They were averaging, I think, 11 and a half points in the first quarter of the first four games, and then they got shut out the next couple. Well, uh, the you know, this first quarter drives – resulted in a lot of punts the last couple of weeks and a missed field goal. Uh, I think Kirby Smart made it a point last week and said they got to jump out and start fast. Well, that's exactly what happened in this game. I, I think you have to be really impressed with, with Kenny McIntosh out there showing that he has that complete skill set for Georgia, has the ability to catch a pass in the flat there, go 11 yards for a touchdown, and then again, Gave Georgia its second touchdown in the first quarter after a seven-yard run in the middle, up the middle. That's really, really, uh, you know, something that you could take into this bye week as very impressive for Georgia's offensive line and their backs. They're able to, to get the run game going and really set up the pass overall in this game. I think Lab McConkey also uh, a 20-yard punt return that set Georgia up for a great field position on the Vanderbilt 42-yard line after that. 
Uh, you saw Darnell Washington, why he is going to be an early NFL draft pick next year with his not just ability to block, which we've seen plenty of the last couple of years, but again, the two most impressive catches of the day and some of the two of the most impressive catches of the year in this game, four catches for 78 yards. He had that one-handed grab in the first half for 34 yards and had that 27-yard catch in the second half where uh, not many people on the planet would have been able to make that catch. But Darnell, 6'7", 275 pounds, he's one of those guys. And I think you really got to be impressed with what you saw for Stetson Bennett going five five starts without a touchdown throw and then 12 straight quarters without a touchdown throw. But, again, less than five minutes in the game, he hit McIntosh. Got that touchdown pass out of the way, added another one to Dominic Blaylock. And Georgia fans seeing Dominic Blaylock not only get out there and make plays this year, but get a touchdown catch. His first touchdown catch since Georgia Tech in 2019, coming back from two torn ACL injuries. Uh, that was a big moment for him and his teammates. But then again, another big moment late in the game when tight end Eric Gilbert got out there and had his first catch. Uh, in a Georgia uniform, and then his first touchdown catch. Big moment for him. You could see the teammates uh, crowding around him and congratulating him. I, I think you got to be real excited for this team. They have a lot of momentum right now. Karis Jackson making big plays. The defense standing strong to keep Vanderbilt shut out in this game. You know they were playing with a lot of pride out there. And no turnovers for Georgia as well. Big in this game. It, that's been a real issue for Georgia the last couple of games. And the fact that, again, they didn't turn the ball over uh, is a very, very efficient form of uh, play for this team. I think you have to really be excited about the defense. You got to be excited about the special teams right now with, uh, you know, again, Lad McConkey with a, a big punt return, Kiaris Jackson with a big punt return, Jack Pozlesny, again, two for two on field goals, seven for seven on PATs. They are humming in all cylinders right now as they go into the bye week and prepare for Florida. I, I think if you look at Florida, this is a good matchup for Georgia defensively, and that their offensive line has really struggled this year. And I think if you look at Georgia's run defense, holding Vanderbilt to four carry or uh, four yards and eleven carries in the first half, a truly uh, impressive performance by the starters, and then the defense the second stringers coming in there and, and really performing really well late in the game to, to keep them off the scoreboard. For this episode of the Junkyard Dogcast, I'm Kip Adams. We'll talk more about this game next week and that Florida game coming up next week. You guys take care. Baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.